Hello and a big warm welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. And I am so excited to let you know that my new book, I'm Here and I'm Listening, is out, it's available, it's on sale and it's already a bestseller on Amazon in three categories. So I'm just so delighted and excited about that. It's for parents of children aged one to eight. But not only for parents, really anyone who is interested in children, but not only children, because there's so much in this book about our own feelings, our own relationship with our feelings, our own ways of suppressing and dissociating from our feelings, our own reactivity. So there's plenty of chapters that really invite us as parents to be on this parallel journey whilst we are being with our child or our children to be reparenting ourselves and also in this book just like my last book if you have got that one which is my book for parents of babies and again anyone who is wanting to understand more about babies so that one's called the emotional life of babies and yeah, so similarly, it's got a lot of invitations for deep self-compassion and for dropping what I call the emotional sticks. So if you read it and you get tempted to pick up the guilt sticks or the self-judgment sticks or the shame sticks, I invite you all the way through the book to put those down and to be deeply compassionate with yourself. And yes, it's relevant for children age one to eight, but it will also be relevant for older children and even teens as well, a lot of it. So to celebrate the birth of this book, and I want to say if you would like to support this book, I wonder if you consider buying it, sharing about it on social media, telling friends, ordering it for your local library, reviewing it on Amazon, asking your local bookshop if they'll get it in, all the kinds of ways that you might support a book. I am really completely so in love with this book. It's really big. When Aletha Salter, who's the founder of Aware Parenting, as I'm sure you know, talking about it some while ago, we talked about it in a way being like a manual. It's got a lot of information in it. It's something I would love to imagine parents having and returning to time and time again and particularly particularly when there are particularly relevant I'm going to say particularly a lot of times particularly relevant parts like maybe you're really wanting to focus on screens so you might go to that chapter or perhaps you're really diving deep to understand loving limits and holding so you want to immerse yourself in that part what I find with Aletha Salter's books is that every time I go back to them, I see things that I didn't see before and my understanding deepens. So I would love for my books to also be resources that people can return to time and time again and deepen their understanding and knowledge each time. And I often think when we read books there that we can be ready for certain parts and that as we develop our understanding of something that we are then open to different information and, and it's really a process isn't it learning about something that we are not we don't get brought up with 
So, as I was saying, and I went completely around the houses, that to celebrate the birth of this book, I thought today I would read some of the book to you because it is going to be an audio book. So, once the next book comes out, which is about sleep and aware parenting, that trilogy, then I'm going to record the audio books for all of them. So, that's going to be in a few months yet. It's February 2024. So particularly for those of you, and I know that's for many parents, it's often easier to find time to listen. And I imagine that is you because you're listening to a podcast right now. So yeah, I just thought I'd give you a little snippet, a little taster to wet your whistle. I don't even know if these terms are used anymore. I've got into my literary sub-personality right now, literary part of me. Anyway, I'm going to read some of the book to you. And as I say, I'm really happy with this book. One of the parts or some of the parts that I love most about this book is at the end of some of the chapters, I share these little stories from the perspective of a child. And I find these really moving. Each of them I wrote just once off and hardly edited at all and there's something that they really tap into and actually I showed one to the father of my children Michael who helped me a lot with his book and he read it and he I'm sure he won't mind me saying he had tears in his eyes and he said how incredibly moving it was he said it was one of the most moving things he'd read and I'm really passionate about seeing the world through a child's eyes and a baby's eyes for the baby's book but for this book a child's eyes because the more we can see things through a child's eyes the more that invites us and supports us to be deeply compassionate with children even when our own conditioning and our own hurts might invite us to not respond in those ways and I think it really is part of that parallel journey of our own reparenting to return to those child places in ourselves and that particular experience of being a child at all different ages and how children in our culture really are still in general not understood not valued not treated with respect and consideration and understanding so I'm so willing for this book to be part of all all the other things that are happening in the world to bring deep understanding and compassion for children and so that children are increasingly treated with respect and consideration and compassion and support and empathy and that they are advocated for and protected where necessary. So without further ado, I think I'm again channeling some 18th century novel right now. I would love to read you some of the book. I'm here and I'm listening, empathic and empowering responses to needs, feelings and behaviours with aware parenting by Marion Rose, PhD. About the author. You could say that I'm obsessed with aware parenting and feelings. For 36 years since I started my psychology degree in 1987, I've been passionately drawn to deeply understand why us human beings are the way we are and how we can live more fulfilling, loving and connected lives. 
I have a background in academic developmental psychology with a PhD from Cambridge University and psychotherapy, but I most love working with parents. When I was a psychotherapist in the 90s, I wanted to help my clients experience being deeply heard. I also wanted to support them to reconnect with who they really were underneath all the ways they'd needed to shape themselves to get their needs met and stay safe as children. However, when I became an aware parenting instructor in 2005, I saw that it was even more effective for me to help parents to listen to their children's needs and feelings so that their children experienced both being deeply heard and connected with themselves in the first place. After a few years of supporting parents in this way, I realised that in order to do that for our children, we as parents need to experience a combination of transformative reparenting and what I call reculturing, which is getting freer from our cultural conditioning. I don't know of anything as powerful as aware parenting to not only transform parent-child relationships, but also to bring about profound change in the world. That's why, since the moment I learnt about it as a first-time pregnant mother back in 2001, I haven't stopped talking about it to other people. I believe it understands babies and children in the most clear way we have on the planet right now. And in particular, the genesis of dissociation, addiction and violence. Not only that but it has tangible practices for helping children stay deeply connected with their unique self and their true nature, while knowing that they are unconditionally loved exactly as they are. My daughter and son are young adults now, and I see how deeply connected with themselves they are. Even though there were many times I didn't parent in ways that I really wanted to, because of my own unhealed trauma at the time. This deep self-connection is a theme that I've heard from many other parents that I've worked with, who now have young adult children parented in this way. Aware parenting is powerful, even when we're practicing it while healing from our own childhood trauma and freeing ourselves from our cultural conditioning. In the process of parenting in this way, I've transformed and my worldview has changed beyond recognition. I love hearing over and over again from the parents I've walked beside how much aware parenting has also changed their families' lives. More connection, more love, more harmony, more sleep, you name it, they've shared about it. Most of all, they've expressed how much more relaxed and present their children are which affects every area of their children's lives. In my books, mentoring, online courses, workshops and the Aware Parenting podcast, I'm here to help parents become the empathic, effective parents they want to be, while also embarking on their own reparenting journey. And in the process, gradually getting free from guilt and self-judgment, becoming more self-compassionate, healing from childhood trauma, and deeply valuing their needs as parents. On that path, they become even more able to understand their children and respond to them in deeply effective, empathic and empowering ways. This profoundly affects how their children feel, think and behave and has the kind of long-term effects I was looking for all those years ago. 
I'm honoured to do what I do, so deeply connected to my calling. And I'm delighted that you're here reading this book, listening to this book. (laughs) Introduction. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. I'm so glad that you're here reading this book. I'm so excited to share about Aware Parenting with you, focusing on children aged one to eight years old. However, lots in this book is relevant to older children too. I first learned about Aware Parenting back in 2001 when I was pregnant with my daughter, my first child. However, my journey to Aware Parenting began way before that. In 1968, I was born at 30 weeks gestation and I was put in an incubator. Back in those days, they didn't think that babies could even feel physical pain, let alone painful feelings. However, that five weeks alone was a profoundly painful experience for newborn baby me. And it set up core beliefs and patterns which were woven through my childhood and teenage years marked by feelings of fear, isolation and powerlessness, as well as beliefs that I couldn't be heard or understood and that I couldn't really depend on people to be there for me. As a teenager, I longed to feel less scared, to feel more confident and to understand why I was the way I was. That longing took me to do a degree in psychology. From then onwards, I followed a parallel path of professional calling and personal healing, which continues to this day. I went to Cambridge University and did a PhD on the mother-infant relationship and postnatal depression. I didn't realize then that I was also wanting to heal from my own experience as a baby being separated from my mother. Looking back, I'm in awe of how each step I took was so apt for my own healing journey. For example, when doing my PhD, I made many visits to a maternity ward, the setting of my own early trauma, and saw mothers holding their newborn babies. It was in Cambridge that I started going to weekly psychotherapy, wanting to understand more about how my experiences as a baby and child were affecting me. I continued this for 10 years, primarily because I wanted to experience lots of healing before becoming a mother myself. It was in that same city that I walked along Mill Road one day and was drawn to look in my favourite dusty old second-hand bookshop where I came across the continuum concept about the Yaquana people by Jean Leadloff. Learning about babies' innate needs and their expectations for holding and belonging had a huge influence on me as I connected with deep grief for how much closeness I had lost out on when I was in the incubator. Equally, learning about the Yaquana people opened my eyes and ignited my fascination for understanding the powerful effects of the culture we live in on our parenting beliefs and practices. I began to see that much of what happens to us as babies and children in industrialised cultures is a very long way away from what we evolved to expect and experience. My passion to understand the experiences of babies grew and flourished while I lived in Cambridge. I read all the books I could about pre and perinatal psychology. And while doing my PhD, I watched the videos of mothers and babies that I had recorded, going through them millisecond by millisecond. Little did I know that this training and observing babies would be a profound gift a decade later when I was a new mother, learning to discern my baby's needs and feelings as I was putting aware parenting into practice. 
I wanted to understand more about the healing power of expressing feelings and to contribute to people who wanted to heal from their own painful experiences in infancy and childhood. So alongside my academic career as a researcher and lecturer, I did a four-year training in psychotherapy with two more postgraduate years. As a psychotherapist, day after day, I listened to clients who were sharing about the profound effects that not having their feelings heard as children were still having on them as adults. This sparked a passion in me for understanding how important it is for us to express emotions and be deeply heard during our early years. My 30s then involved putting into practice all I'd learnt in the previous decade as I moved to Australia, the land of my mother's birth, met the father of my children and we conceived our first child. It was while I was pregnant that I came across Aware Parenting. I'd been looking for a parenting paradigm that would fit with all that I'd learnt in academic psychology combined with all that I'd experienced training and working as a psychotherapist, while also congruent with all that I'd discovered in all the therapy, workshops and healing modalities I'd experienced. And here it was, Aware Parenting. Developed by Aletha Salter, PhD, it included everything I'd been searching for and more. It had attachment theory and attachment style parenting at its core. It understood the impact of birth and early childhood and any trauma experienced during that time on babies and children. And it deeply valued the expression of feelings. Yet it had one extra aspect that was a revelation to me. Babies and children are born with innate processes to heal from daily stresses as well as mini traumas and larger traumas right from birth. They don't need to wait until early adulthood to start the healing process. And even more importantly, they can do that healing at home with their own parents, either straight after the stresses or traumas happen or at a later date. And yes, it was so much about the healing power of expressing feelings. This was the missing link which matched those stories I'd heard from clients as a psychotherapist about the huge effect of not having their feelings heard as children. That was it for me. I had the biggest yes. I bought one of Aletha Salter's books, Tears and Tantrums, followed by The Aware Baby, and read them while I was pregnant. I continue to be as passionate about aware parenting now as I was then, a little more than 22 years ago. As of January 2024, my daughter is 22 and my son is 17. I've been an aware parenting instructor since 2005 and in that time I've met many parents all around the world who are parenting in this way. In the same way that I saw the profound effect practicing aware parenting had on my children and on our relationships, I saw similar experiences being replicated in the parents I worked with. In the early years of parenting, my children's dad and I focused on meeting our children's needs and listening to their feelings as much as we could. And lo and behold, we found a wondrous thing. Pretty much all the things that parents find challenging, we saw very little of in our children. 
Through experience, I discovered that unexpressed, pent-up feelings are the cause of most parenting challenges. Our children were generally relaxed, slept easily and peacefully, were gentle with each other and their friends and our dogs, concentrated for long periods, were very aware and present, and melted into cuddles. Until, that is, their dad and I separated when they were five and nine. And as a result, my son's behaviour changed suddenly and dramatically. I learnt firsthand about the effects of stress and trauma and how hard it can be to help our children heal from these when we're also immersed in really big feelings ourselves. This gave me even more compassion for all parents in my work as an aware parenting instructor. I've worked with thousands of parents since 2005 in one-to-one mentoring workshops and online courses. In the past 22 years, I've seen a big shift in the parenting world with so much more openness and readiness for aware parenting nowadays. This has been clear in how many plays of the Aware Parenting podcast there have been, co-hosted with Lyle Stone until episode 124. As of January 2024, it has nearly 3 million downloads. When I trained as a psychotherapist, the word trauma wasn't known about in the general population and still wasn't when I became a parent in 2002. Nowadays, the term trauma-informed parenting has become very popular. Two decades ago, my attempts to share aware parenting with other parents often fell on deaf ears. Now, many more people are open, ready and resonant. I have a sense that aware parenting is on the verge of becoming very well known and I'm so delighted to be a part of this community movement sharing aware parenting. I love being a level two instructor, the regional coordinator for Australia and New Zealand and mentor to many aware parenting instructors and instructors to be. I'm writing this book with deep gratitude to Aletha Salter, her amazing work and all her books and with the desire and willingness to share about the feelings aspect of aware parenting that I am so passionate about. If you haven't already, I invite you to visit Aletha Salter's website, www.awareparenting.com, and to read all of her books. About I'm Here and I'm Listening. This book is designed to complement Aletha Salter's books. It focuses on children's feelings and the practical actions we can take to support children to stay deeply connected with themselves and their feelings and needs so that they grow up relatively free from unhealed stress and trauma and their effects accumulated feelings. This helps children feel more relaxed in their bodies, more present, more connected and more willing to cooperate and contribute. I'm Here and I'm Listening covers only part of the aware parenting approach and doesn't include all the elements, for example, about the learning process. I recommend reading all of Dr. Salter's books, particularly Cooperative and Connected and Healing Your Traumatized Child, to fully understand the whole spectrum of aware parenting. This book follows my previous one, The Emotional Life of Babies, which focuses on babies' feelings and their effects on every aspect of a baby's life, and precedes my next book, which is about aware parenting and sleep. In order to practice aware parenting with our children, having empathy for ourselves, our feelings and needs and reactions is vital 
which is why I offer invitations for self-compassion throughout I'm here and I'm listening. In what I call the disconnected domination culture, which is a Marian method term rather than an aware parenting term, this is in a footnote, it was inspired by the term domination culture used by Marshall Rosenberg, the founder of nonviolent communication, who was influenced in the use of the term by Walter Wink. In what I call the disconnected domination culture, we are taught to punish ourselves with guilt and other forms of what I call emotional sticks, harsh self-judgments that create painful feelings and sensations. In aware parenting, rather than punishing children to get them to do what we want them to do, we are aiming to search for the causes of their behavior and compassionately attend to those reasons. With the Marian method, which is the form of reparenting I created, we can also learn to stop punishing ourselves and be compassionate with ourselves for why we did what we did or didn't do what we didn't do. Growing up in the disconnected domination culture, most of us were shamed and judged when we didn't know things or when we behaved in certain ways because we didn't yet have the relevant information. So most of us internalize these shame and guilt sticks. As a result, we may feel guilt and or shame when we discover new information that we didn't know before, or if we acted in certain ways because we didn't have the information that we know now. You might be tempted to do this as you read this book. However, gaining new information and judging ourselves are not intrinsically intertwined we can get increasingly free from our disconnected domination culture conditioning. We can learn new information without hitting ourselves with guilt and shame sticks. We can see the ways our behavior in the past wasn't helpful for our children because we didn't know what we know now without picking up those guilt and shame sticks. Yes, we might mourn. We might feel sad seeing the effects of what we did or didn't do. Feeling sadness in order to mourn these actions is very different from picking up guilt and shame sticks. Sadness flows and can leave our bodies. Repeatedly hitting ourselves with guilt and shame sticks means we can keep feeling those feelings forever. When we understand that we can be open to learning new information and to seeing things that we didn't see before without judging ourselves for not knowing, the learning process radically changes. In my own life, I am unwilling to pick up guilt, shame or other self-judgment sticks. I'm also not willing to judge anyone else. We can replace guilt, shame and other self-judgment with self-compassion. It really is possible. I used to feel shame and guilt more than anyone I knew. And now I never feel guilt and very rarely feel shame. And when I do, it's usually only for a few seconds, by which time I can replace the shame stick with deep self-compassion. There's no harsh judgment in my inner dialogue at all. I'm not willing to compare myself with others. Getting increasingly free from disconnected domination culture conditioning is one of the most life-changing things I've experienced. One of the reasons we do things that we later regret is simply because we didn't know then what we know now. So any time you learn new information here that's different from what you've done with your child, 
I invite you to notice if you're picking up those sticks. You might even have a phrase for yourself such as, I'm not willing to judge myself for what I did and what I didn't know. I'm willing to be compassionate with myself now. So this is another Marian method phrase. I'm sending you so much love and compassion as you read this book and I'd love to share something else with you. With Aware Parenting, we can support our children to heal from any ways that we've hurt them or haven't met their needs. The more we understand their innate healing abilities, the more we can cooperate with these processes. As Aletha Salter says, it's never too late. Invitation. As you read this book, I invite you to engage in a process of research as follows. Number one. Does this information resonate with you? Do you feel a yes in your body when you read it? Would you like to continue learning about aware parenting? And would you like to experiment with the suggestions that you read about? Number two, I invite you to observe your child before, during and after what you do differently as a result of reading this information. In particular, I invite you to notice whether you see a difference in their eye contact, the relaxation or tension in their muscles, how much they smile, how much they melt into a hug, how much they cooperate, how much they're able to concentrate, how long they take to get to sleep, how long they sleep for, and how much they move around in their sleep. Number three, if what you've done differently has clearly helped your child based on your observations, e.g. they're more relaxed, they make more eye contact, they smile more, they concentrate for longer, or they sleep more peacefully, I invite you to keep on going, listening to yourself and observing them as you go. If it doesn't make a difference, do you need to return to the information? Is this something you would like to tweak about what you're doing? Do you feel called to reach out to an aware parenting instructor for help? Or would you like to stop doing it altogether? Taking into account the three pillars, information, inner listening and observation, you become your own parenting authority and expert because you are the experimenter. Only you can connect in with what resonates with you. You're the one who's observing your child day after day. In this way, you don't need to wait for 20 or 30 years to see the results of your parenting. You can clearly observe it from day to day when you know what to look for. You can keep tweaking and adjusting your responses as you go, based on what you see in your child and what you hear in yourself, while taking in new information about aware parenting when you need it. I'm here to emphasize how important this process is. If you ever feel unsure about what you're doing in practicing aware parenting and you're concerned that what you're doing might not be helpful for your child, please stop. Then I'd recommend returning to listening into yourself. Does the theory resonate? Do you need to read more or understand more? You might want to get some support from an aware parenting instructor so you can gain clarity about what's going on. In this way, you'll be able to discern whether your concern is from your intuitive knowing or from your own conditioning and unexpressed feelings from your childhood. With this approach, parenting becomes a profound ongoing learning journey. Since your child is always growing and changing, 
and you will be invited to too. Aware parenting principles remain the same, but how they're put into practice morphs with the child's differing ages and with our own increasing comprehension and competence. Thank you so much for reading this book and for coming along on the ride. I'm so willing for it to be an enlightening, powerful and heartwarming experience for you. Chapter 1. The Foundations of Aware Parenting What if we were under a great deception in this culture? A deception of who we really are as human beings? And what if that deception began with our perception of children? What if all the things our culture thinks are innate to being a child? The agitation, sleeping challenges, conflict between siblings, pulling of the dog's tail, forcefully taking things from other children, biting and hitting, roughness in the playground, harsh words spoken, and so much more. What if none of them were intrinsic to childhood? What if these were symptoms of how a child feels? What if the reason for us thinking that these behaviours are just a part of childhood was because we're believing inaccurate cultural beliefs about the true nature of human beings? For example, that these behaviours are innate developmental stages of childhood. In aware parenting, we recognise them as indications of accumulated feelings from unmet needs and unhealed stress and trauma from growing up in this culture. The cultural beliefs advocate punishments and rewards or distraction and diagnosis to get children to stop doing those things on the list. In aware parenting, we understand how to help children be cooperative, compassionate, calm and relaxed without ever resorting to punishments or rewards, blame or shame. This is because we recognise the true causes of these behaviours and how to create change at the causal level. This culture does not support parents to understand and welcome our children's feelings. I'm sending us all so much compassion for growing up in a culture which has so little understanding of the emotional worlds of children. I'm sending so much love to us for the myriad ways we weren't understood when we were growing up, as well as compassion for our parents who also were not supported in these ways. In I'm Here and I'm Listening, you will see how aware parenting offers a deeply compassionate understanding of human beings. From this knowledge comes ways of responding to children so that they feel much more deeply relaxed and present. As a result, they behave very differently too. I'm here to help you even more clearly understand your child's emotional world and all the ways it affects their behaviour. At the same time, I'm here to support you to also deepen your understanding of your own needs, feelings and thoughts and how they influence your parenting. Building on that clarity, I'll offer you a set of practices to support both you and your child or children to be more relaxed, present, calm, gentle and aware. If you're not a parent, but you're interested in understanding children and yourself, I also really welcome you here. So I'm going to pause there. 
I wonder how you feel hearing that. As you probably gathered, my desire and willingness for everyone reading this book is that it's much more than a book, (laughs) that it's an experience where you will feel moved and touched, where you will experience your own younger parts, your own childhood experiences being met with deep loving compassion, where you will perhaps feel inspired to connect with your child and children even more deeply than you are now. Where you'll be invited to explore how your reactions to your child or children, to where those are coming from, from what they're caused by, so that you really can create change. I talk a lot in the this chapter here, this chapter continues, it's quite a long one, this first one, about how, because most of us were brought up with the concept and the practice of punishments and rewards as children, when we did things that the adults around us didn't want to do, what we learned to do was to punish and reward ourselves, which means that we didn't learn how to understand the real causes of our reactions and our behaviour. In this book, I support you to not only be with your children so that you understand the real causes of their behavior so that you can make change there, but you support them to grow up, to become adults who actually understand why they do what they do and how they can create change there, as well as actually really understanding the causes of your own reactions, feelings, behaviours and what you can do to support yourself and receive support. You may have noticed as I talked about in the introduction that really that was one of my deepest callings as a teenager and I was 18, 17, 18, 19. I really wanted to understand why I was the way I was. I wanted to understand why I seemed to be carrying this deep well of grief inside me and I'm so incredibly grateful to Aware Parenting for how it supported me to deeply understand myself and transform my self-relationship as well as offer my children something so different and in the process develop this reparenting process the Marian Method which has also supported me and my mum's relationship to completely transform as you've probably heard me talk about she's here in the room as I record this she's 92 I'm 55 transformation is profoundly possible it's not an easy journey it requires a lot from us and yet it is the most I would say one of the most fulfilling things that we can do to have these deeply connected relationships with our child or children and with ourselves and to create deep healing in our whole family line. So if this resonates with you and you would like to read the book for yourself or you'd like to share it with others or you'd also like to support the book and Aware Parenting and to help it reach more people, I'd be so grateful if you shared any social media posts or buy the book yourself or, as I said at the beginning, order it in for your library or local bookshop. Because the more people hear about this, the more people will see that this is a completely different way to understand 
children, but also to understand our inner children and really to offer a very different way of being with ourselves as adults. So if you want to find out more, feel free to message me. I haven't even actually put it up on my website yet. You can go into Amazon at the moment. It's only available on Amazon as I record this. So you can go to the Amazon in your country and just search I'm here and I'm listening. If it's not showing up in your country, it is available. So just pop me a message and I can send you the direct link. And within the next day or two, I'll be adding it to my website as well with links. But yeah, if you go on to my posts or Facebook on Facebook or Instagram, you can also see links there. So as always, a big thank you to you. And I'm really excited now to have more spaciousness to record more podcasts. I've got some exciting new ones lined up with guests over the next couple of weeks to finish and complete this food and feelings what was it actually called? Food, Feelings and Love? I've actually forgotten the title. But anyway, the Food and Feelings series. It's a few more episodes. And then there will be a whole new topic, which I'm really looking forward to. So as always, I am sending you absolute unconditional love. So much gratitude to you for all that you are doing in your parenting, all that you're willing to transform in yourself. And just, yeah, a big, big love to you. And I do want to add as well, if you're newer to my work, I do have lots of free offerings on my website, marionrose.net, which I actually could do with a bit of an update. But there you go. There's still, there's still lots of free stuff on there. I have lots of online courses from time to time. One-to-one mentoring spaces become available from time to time. I do have one or two available right now for uh, one month immersions if that's something you'd like support with I love working with mentees I've had a whole lot of new people I've been starting working with in the beginning of this year as well as continuing working from gorgeous folk from last year it brings me such great joy I love connecting with parents and supporting them in this journey of aware parenting and reparenting and what I call reculturing so big big love to you from as you can probably tell a very excited and fulfilled me that's really living the dream and I really look forward to seeing you in the next episode well I won't be seeing you but I'll be chatting to you (laughs) so much love to you oh and by the way you remember I said those bits at the end of some of the chapters that were really moving I am going to record some of those and create reels. So if you'd like to see those, come along to my social media or come and join my list if you're not on it already because I'll be sharing some of those in the upcoming days and they're really just, I find them really touching. Okay, big hugs, so much love to you.